bet you, bro, anybody that's, like, top 700, anybody else is sitting at a party with, like, their Astro 40s, their A50s, their fucking HyperX Cloud Gamings, yeah, and yeah. Devin's all got this $20 need, PS4. All mic. I need yeah. is to hear the old cues, and, and my voice calls, and that's all I need. <laughs> as long as I can hear, uh, you know, it's high noon. <laughs> right. He made fun of me earlier. This man sent me. A, I'm going off. He, 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 he sent me. He sent me. No, no, I don't. So his PS4 headset. It's the one is, Tyler is, bought me. It's just the that one, one earphone. Oh, with the fuck, strap over the head, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man literally called that a 1982 pair of AirPods. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, in Apex, if you just listen from the right side, you can hear everything from the right side. Just make sure no one comes from you from the left. Just, just make sure you're circling the whole time so you can hear everything coming from the right. <laughs> no, because I, I, I sent him a video and I was like, Devin, I love you, man. But how the fuck are you, an old, top Overwatch player, playing in a fucking headset like this? <laughs> you know, that's a 100% fucking thing, my dude. So, just to clarify, we're talking about, you know, video games in general, favorite, favorite video games, kind of what we, what we <laughs> think makes a good game. We're going to cover some, probably a lot of genre on this, so. What my favorite game is, and what I'm currently playing to haven't stopped playing, is Overwatch. <laughs> dead game. <laughs> it's dead because uh, um, <laughs> it's still alive, it's just... You know, we're all sinking in that game, slowly but surely. That's still a toxic, the, <laughs> toxic community. That's because the player base isn't but big enough to support a fucking Overwatch rage. 2 came out, so, you know, it, it repooped a little. It looks like Overwatch, but with a different overlay. Yeah, how, <laughs> it literally how does it feel the same map? Yeah, how does it feel to they, they, pay money for the it's same, the same game? It's the same map, better quality, because they took out whole player selection, so you can only have one tank. Okay, so, like, the match quality is going to be better a little bit. It should be, hopefully. <laughs> Says you know it's, be, you bro. know it's gonna go booty. Says no, it is it's gonna be booty though, because now that I think about it though, it's just gonna be all healing. It's gonna be, yeah. It's, it's gonna be healing your yeah. one tank, which you can have Doomfist, which is like you run a DPS comp versus like a Rissa comp. Because a Rissa, you can actually like you can fortify anymore. She her ult is actually like so her abilities are her front. She like charges at someone and it's a spinning effect so she kind of okay. deflects and knocks people back okay and she's like a horse they made her more like a horse okay so and then her other ability is like a spear so she literally throws this thing that does like 70 damage and it's like a sniper spear so they made her more stereoty- stereotypically yeah, african yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like what the fuck and uh, yeah yeah and then her ult literally she runs in and does this weird staff thing and pulls people in for a second and then if she holds it long enough to longer she does max damage okay and it's like half 75 percent of everybody's hp right so i'm gonna give a little backstory on devon devon's favorite game I, I remember when devon was a small little boy and i had mm-hmm. purchased a, a playstation 4 and i got overwatch and this man was a reaper main at first still i'm good with him fast forward he gets his own playstation kid wasn't anything then i buy him overwatch he begs me to buy him overwatch literally six months later the kid is top 500 drove me nuts because i've been playing overwatch for a lot longer and i still i'm sure and i still ended up a pocket healer what was your main the first time you got top five (laughs) well that's the thing i went to gm with junkrat and then when i hit gm i switched to ryan and from there i played ryan 
in top five. Okay. What have you been playing a lot lately? I haven't really been playing in top five. I've been playing lower ranks. Oh. I, have, I don't know. It's dead, like you said. Well, right, so right, right, right. So top really five is probably pretty dead. In. But it doesn't help that you have, like, 16 accounts that you play on. <laughs> I spend a lot of hours <laughs> in that game. I don't even know how many, because, like, there's so many accounts I've spent, like, over 100 hours on. Yeah. I just want to understand how we can have that many, dude. Like, I can understand being, like, really no, good. Just, I just brought someone's account both tank and DPS from 2,200 to 3,300. That, that, but that's why. Because kids would watch this dude play and they'd be like, here's my account, boost me. Yeah. And he'd it's do it. Chick, too. It's fun. Didn't like you get titty picks one time for, for boosting? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're real, too. She has some nice big old titties. They were well, real, too. That's good to know it wasn't a man. Right, right, right. I mean, it's not hard to Google Snapchat Y'all made take old videos. You can find them pretty easy, man. Yeah, one second. <laughs> Not on there. Dude, on the computer. <laughs> Correct. But yeah, that's probably one of my favorite games. Second one? That's hard. Because like, I want to talk about Overwatch, but not mainly about Overwatch, because right. there's really a lot to talk about, other than like, the toxic community is dead now. Well, right. <laughs> but like, I don't really have like a second game that I like will play all the time that I'll mm-hmm. go to. Right. But for if we go to PS like that's for PS four by the way, for Overwatch. Mm-hmm. But for PC, I wanna say Valheim honestly, I enjoy Valheim. I mean I don't disagree. Valheim's a good survival game. And it has a, that it has a really steep learning curve. Yeah. And it's not as toxic as Rust. I like it just because it's like more grindy <coughs> and more like you can mess around with a lot of things and like mm-hmm. have you ever looked up what people have built in Valheim? No. Dude, people have built castles and like oh, yeah. clock towers. I've seen stuff on their Twitter. all this other fucking cool shit. And I'm like, how did he even build half of that? Because like, like, I couldn't even place a throne on a thing, on a thing, <laughs> a thing above the ground, like two feet. I had to place it above water for it to be placed. That's true. God, if we hopped in there, it would be a mess. Just because we wouldn't remember where everything is. Everything would be fucking broken. No, it doesn't deteriorate when we're offline. I think. No. No. Unless it's a unless it's a rented server. So if it's a constantly online rented oh. server, then it'll deteriorate. But since that since the server has to be opened by Tyler, it won't deteriorate. Yeah. But I mainly like to stick to first person shooter games. Hmm. I Rather actually with those. found a third person that I enjoy. I hmm. never usually enjoy third person shooters, but it's uh, Blood Hunt, Vampire the Masquerade, Blood Hunt. I've seen a lot of because isn't that free to play? It is free to play. Yeah, free to play uh, BR or you can play it solos, and the solo version is like it's like one v one v one, but it's it's like I think twenty five players. The first day I played, which I just just drives me nuts about BRs now. The first time you play, the only one that I haven't had this happen to was like Warzone and Apex. You get dubs, like the first couple games, and yeah. that's that's what I did. I got two dubs the first night I played it. The next night I played it, I got dogged on. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't know why that system is set up that way. Why, why do you want people to think that they're actually decent at a game, and then when they actually are playing, they just get booted? It's, yeah, I, I feel like there's definitely BRs do that. Like, they may not say it, but I feel like definitely when a person like is playing their first BR match or whatever, mm-hmm. it's either all bots 
or it's a heavy botted and just really first new time players also. Yeah, so and that's, nobody knows what the fuck. I've had doing. that experience in Splitgate, the game that you mm-hmm. were just trying out on my game. Yep. I was playing with Tyler and I'm like I I love that game. It's honestly really fun. But yeah, the movement sound There's so many sweaty players now that yeah. I got into a match where this dude literally was portaling to each side, spawn killing me quick enough so he could, li- yeah, like he like was changing his portals up to match my spawn. I literally had like 20 deaths at the end of the match. And like, That's disgusting. I don't even want to play this. And then the next match we play, it was all bots and we were playing on zombie when you did. Mm-hmm. Kyler sat in the corner and all the bots ran into a straight line like this into this room. So I literally had like 50 kills at the end of the match. That makes like, absolutely no sense. Like, oh, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that match. Yeah, right. right. There was right. literally not one other enemy on the team. And like at first, I didn't think they were bots. But then when they go like this and they go. Yeah, right. right. When you're standing on the other side of them, like they stopped and in front of you and turned around and run away. Well, and it's even yeah. it's even worse for like phone VRs, bro. Like you're trying yeah. trying to play a battle royale on your phone, like there's just like three fourths of that lobby <laughs> is a bot, dude. Yeah. It's act- and it's crazy because like if you know if you just let actual people play on a phone VR game, I bet you it would actually do good and people would have fun. But like not when I I play a game and three people are running into the field and while well, I'm playing solo so they should be shooting at each other yeah. I was fucking running See, right towards each that's other what not I feel doing like anything some should be like if you're playing a ranked it should be skill rank like match make well right type of deal but like in Call of Duty type of deal I feel like that's where it's just like skill over skill like who's better I mean yeah 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 but see your skill based matchmaking also really fucked Call of Duty it did. Like, skill, skill yeah. based, like, because skill based matchmaking is what allowed it to go, you went fucking 15 and 2 this game, next game you're playing with nothing but fucking pros and you're gonna get shit on, you're gonna go 2 and 12, and then your next game you're gonna play with nothing but bots because you just went 2 and 12. Okay. That's what That's skill, what... like, it's not like Apex's skill based it... where it's like over a season or over yeah. a certain amount of time, like, it fucked Call of Duty and other games bad because they do it like by match. So yeah. your skill based matchmaking will change instead by of a match. general. Yeah, instead of like a general area. Oh, you've been playing these few games and these few games. It's like, oh, you did bad in this game. Well, now we're just gonna put you in bad lobbies. You did really good in this game. We're now gonna put you in a good you. lobby now. Yeah. yeah. So it's like skill based matchmaking, which is it, it's weird to see people cry for it because it's like it can be a good thing, but, but a lot of the ways it's implemented and like how it will be implemented mm-hmm. is bad. It, right. it doesn't work. It's but it's because it, in idea. Skill-based matchmaking is awesome. Yes, correct. The idea is awesome because, okay, you're going to be with people who are your skill. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, this game you're going to be with sweats. Oh, this game you're going to be with bots. Like, that's yeah, it's, a, it's an evenly matched Let's say you're, you're consistent. Then it'd be good. Right, if you're consistent. If you can consistently keep that, like, 30 but, but to you, how do, But the problem... How do you be consistent with, in a game that constantly changes every match? Right, I get that. Right, you know? maps. And, and the problem with even consistency is you're going to... You know, be consistent, start to get a better KD ratio, and then you're going to be put in those lobbies with the sweats again. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you are consistent, and even if you're consistently you're playing against consistent... Run into them eventually. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Skill-based matchmaking was definitely a big thing, and it could mm-hmm. be great, but I think there's a lot of games where it's just, it's thrown poorly in. The, I mean, Call of Duty has made, you know, mistakes left and right. They, yeah. they haven't had a decent anti-cheat. Skill-based matchmaking, they fucked that up. Their anti-cheat is terrible. The only time that I think that their skill-based stuff was any good, and the only game mode that I find any good on Call of Duty is, like, 3v3s. 
Right, yes, yes. I will say, I always <clears> thought we're doing, like, the 2v2s and the 3v3s on the newer games. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely felt like that was pretty evenly skilled playing mm-hmm. those, but I definitely feel like, you know, you hop into a Team Deathmatch game, and then next game it's completely different, and when it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. Right. I don't know, and yeah, I think Call of, Call of Duty has obviously made so many downfalls. I, right. I, I'm hoping that with the release of Modern Warfare 2, and then them all taking a year off, not releasing a game at all for a year, I think that will hopefully put them back in the right direction. It might but be I that mean, good reset that they yeah, need. Yeah, but I mean, even, you know, like, Cole, you know, just going from Modern Warfare 2019 to right. Black Ops Cold War, different Call of Duty made by a different company. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> comparing Modern Warfare to Call of Duty Black Ops War Black Ops War is dog shit Cold War is right. dog shit the multiplayer TTK absolutely terrible the, mm-hmm. the, the, the like constant movement terrible the, z- the only thing that kept Cold War up there was the zombies because they changed it in a semi-fun way to right. where they opened maps up more and you know they just right. had all the different tons of weapons and all the different gobble gums and perks and shit that you could buy it, the zombies is way better, but then then you go on to Vanguard, and the Vanguard zombies isn't even round based anymore. Yeah, but Van, but Vanguard dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and and Majorly. that's that's the thing is to see it go from again even just you know three three different companies who are producing the same product essentially mm-hmm. to go from wow Modern Warfare twenty nineteen super good this is this, this is looking good mm-hmm. to. Cold War, where you're like, okay, well, we made a few mistakes, but we're still looking optimistic. And then Vanguard, which totally just made it even worse. It was just you know? a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, yeah to, they just dropped it to drop it. Like, Call of Duty just continually is going on this decline, and it, it needs a reset, because it used to be one of those franchises that was great. Like, it, looking back at those games, you can see why. Mm-hmm. I jammed out to, like, when I was a kid, World at War, Medal of Honor. I played Medal of Honor on the Wii. I always, I always loved though. I mean, sadly, they be doing it. It just seems like every company is doing every game wrong now. Like any any franchise that is a part of a name that is being continued now right. is just getting dogged on. I mean, right. the Assassin's Creed. Don't get me wrong. Sure, Valhalla was a, a very good game. It's I'm sorry, but, but there it's was hard to mess up Vikings. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. It's hard to mess up, but it's it's hard to mess up something when you have a lot of information on it already, mm-hmm. and you can just you know, there's so many stories on it already, you can do whatever. Right. But like in those other, like you know, Assassin's Creed Two, following Ezio's story, I would much rather go back and play the three games that are have twenty hours total in each game, right. than go play Valhalla, which has a hundred plus hours. Well, but Valhalla's hundred plus hours is literally roaming around the countryside. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's roaming around doing nothing, and it's like a uh, open world for Assassin's. Creed yeah. could have been great, but again, fucked it up. I, I think open world is a good concept that a lot of games just mess up. Ghost Recon, one of my favorite franchises. Ghost Recon Future Soldier, I play the fuck out of that game day after day after day after day. But like Ghost Recon Breakpoint, terrible. Ghost Recon I never Wildlands, even touched. terrible. The new... That's a lie. I played Wildlands. Did no. It? Which one is that one, the... The first, like, open world one. Yeah. What is that? Down the cartel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played that one. Yeah, the Wildlands wasn't bad, but then we got Breakpoint, which is just so much worse. And then, did you see what happened to fucking Ubisoft? So they released... They said that the new Ghost Recon was 
the the idea that they had for it and like they were literally like building up the game the game was built up pretty well they were like gonna release a trailer on it and everything it was uh battle royale ghost recon games and the community shit on it so hard that they scrapped the entire project the entire project is done and they're they're thinking of a whole new concept for the ghost recon team they're like i guess they're like redoing the entire team that's doing it well i don't doubt i don't I don't blame them for that, and I'm not surprised the community shit on it. Like, we've been getting BR after BR after BR Yeah, after and that's BR. the worst, too, is, like, yes, BR is a great genre, and it can be done in in different ways that can be good. Mm-hmm. But, but it's been you, pretty close yeah, to when done you, when, to when, death. When, yeah, when you're just throwing them out like that, you know, like, Tarkov, I don't care what you want to say, that's a Battle Royale game. It is. Tarkov, Tarkov is special, though. It's in a yes. class of its, class own, of its own because there's but, more risk and, and to playing it. And that's the thing, though. It's it's a battle royale that went into a class of its own. Right. Fortnite, like, when it originally came out, was the pristine battle royale. Like, that, that, mm-hmm. was, that was the father figure. Right. And there, there's so many games that just piggyback off of that. Where like and obviously Tarkov and Fortnite have nothing related, obviously. Whatsoever. No, but it's just but, saying that they they were kind of the the forefathers of it because yes. there there are more games right, coming yes. out like Tarkov, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Marauder, the Marauder, the Cycle the Frontier, yep. all of those. You know, all these are coming out and they, they carry that same risk. Like you collect an inventory, right? You yes. die with the inventory, it's gone. And 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 it's like with the popularity of something like Tarkov and maybe something like the Marauders, like we'll see more of those games again, a sub-branch of the, the mm-hmm. Battle Royale genre. And it's, I, I like the idea of Marauders. It's more about I, that space battle-style mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and like, well, and just the, the space fights too. You know, you can go from one area and then you can fight in space a little bit and then hit an extract. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the whole like space steampunk is a really cool concept. Yeah. Another one that, you know, it's that same kind of Battle Royale, you die, you lose stuff, mm-hmm. that I personally really enjoy because it has a very gothic theme, Hunt Showdown. Oh, yes, I've seen gameplay of that. Um, Hunt Showdown, it's it's not easy. Yeah. There, I've, there's I've a learning seen. curve when it comes to using the weapons, because, you know, it's not point-and-shoot like every other game. It's Ooh. like old-time guns. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, oh, that's um, right. Yeah, it's all the buggy like, cowboy rapper, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really like the idea of go in, fight a monster while fighting other players. Other players, yeah. The, what's called PvPVE. Yes, I think that concept is really interesting because you have to go in. Your goal is to fight that monster. And it doesn't matter if you kill a monster. If you kill the monster, another team can come in, mm. body you, and just take the kill for themselves. Right, yep. So I think that that's really an interesting concept. I, I really like the horror vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I think... No. Uh, Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown. Yeah, Hunt just, Hunt we're talking about like battle royales and stuff. I think, yeah, I think PvPVE is a really cool concept. That again, a lot of companies just do it bad. Like, expe- and mm-hmm. especially in like the battle royales, they're trying to introduce it. Like when Fortnite introduced it with their like agents or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody fucking hated that because that was terrible. Because they right. all had straight aimbot. Right. It was not a fun time. Very and they, similar. And then they had to bunk them down to where they were nothing but bots. They can't right. hit a shot now. Very similar to uh, Blood Hunt. Yes. Their, their, yes. their PvPVE is pretty much like the agent. So they what they do is they are in a certain area on the map. If you go in and you kill them all, you can get good loot. Mm-hmm. That, but that's all they're good for. Right. Way you can get a burst rifle as well is by uh, killing the agents. The burst ri- rifle's booty. Um, there's a gun on there that I absolutely love. It's a mid range weapon. Uh, it's a mid long, I guess. It's called the Toggler, and it can be. Automatic or semi semi automatic, but the automatic like is assault. slow. It's like an assault rifle, but it's mid long, mm. so it has a longer range than like a regular assault rifle. Right. Okay. And I really like it. It works really well because f- a lot of that fighting that happens in Blood Hunt is rooftop to rooftop. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because, yeah, you guys are, like, super jump and all that shit. Yeah, like, you? super jumps, you yeah, can yeah. literally just climb up walls because you're a vampire. That's cool. Yeah. Um, which, I was really shocked to actually see that, because I remember back when I was, like, I was, like, 16, 17, 18, I watched Cry play Vampire Bloodlines. It's Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. And it's a RPG-style game where a lot of the concepts for Vampire Masquerade Blood Hunt come from. So, like, all the all the classes you can play in Blood Hunt are classes in the RPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and each class has a different thing that they do. Same with Blood Hunt. It's just a little different. Blood Hunt is more, you know, combat-focused. Right, yeah. I just thought it was really super interesting that out of nowhere, we get a Vampire the Masquerade game. Bloodlines came out in, like, the 2000s. A very long time between Bloodlines and Blood Hunt. Right, yeah. And then you, you had not heard anything from the studio. You hadn't heard anything from Vampire the Masquerade. Nothing. And then this just drops out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, this seems to be very popular. It's a very... Uh, it's starting no. to get streamed heavy on Twitch a bit more. It helps that Shroud is streaming it. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. that Shroud. And some Shroud streaming it. Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. helps it. Yeah. So, we'll get back to the topic at hand. Devin was talking about his favorite games. Uh, CJ, you go ahead. I'll go last this time. Okay. You, you can start a, on genre if you want. Yeah, I know. I think I really like story games where you're allowed to really choose your own story. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate, you know, like, obviously Skyrim, all those games are great because you could, you know, you had those options to choose your own ability. But there were there were just still some points where it, where it pushed you and it was like, you kind of got to do this. We, we need you to do that. This has to happen. Right. A little I, bit of railroading. Yes, yeah. I, like like Devin was talking about, I have this game on my road, uh, Death Road to Canada. That's like a $15 just iPhone game. And it's make a band of random survivors. You road trip from Florida to Canada. And you can literally do anything in the game. The, okay. the, any any option, anything that comes up, you are allowed to do whatever you want. And then right. the, like a uh, platform, I guess, game, like a uh, bigger console game that I would say that relates to is Wasteland 3. I love the Wasteland series. Okay. And so the Wasteland series is just like, it takes place, you're called the fucking Nevada Rangers. And so you start off as just like a small company of people trying to survive the apocalypse in the U.S. and Arizona. And then after... The first and second game, I believe, are in Arizona, and the third game is based in Colorado, and so I was playing that one recently, and that's just another one of those games where you really choose your own outcome. Like, I, like, the whole main premise of the game is you're trying to get Colorado's main supplier, like, the big guy around there to help you in Arizona, and so I have to capture his three kids, I have to bring them back alive. Mm-hmm. I already killed two of them because oh. I just fucking hated them and they were pieces of shit. I, I, I didn't care to arrest them, so right. I straight killed them and I have that option. Like he now hates me for it. The entire town that they won't like, they won't let me in unless it's to complete a quest. Like I can't trade with any of the people or oh, anything. Okay. Ga- games that allow you to just make your own story and allow you to just really make your own choices. Actually, like, completely free-range. Yeah, completely free-range. Either that or just just sandbox games, like sandbox zombie games. I've always liked those mm-hmm. games where you can really just do whatever. Like, one of the ones I was talking to Devin about, one of the big ones that I've started playing recently was Project Zomboid. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you seen that? I've seen a little bit. I It's super fun game, super fun. And, I mean, like, the mod support for it is crazy. Just a little sandbox pixel game. You know, you run around trying to survive from zombies. You know, it's one of those games where there's a lot to it. You know, you got all the skills to manage, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can be a good driver or a bad driver. And, okay. Like, right away, you start off with personality 
points or trait points or something like that, and you can spend them to be like a better carpenter right away or to okay. start with a gun right away and stuff right. like that. But it's actually based off of a like some some old survivalist wrote like a big national winning book for how to survive a zombie apocalypse if it happens, and that game is entirely based off of that. Oh, so okay. like Pete, like when the game released, people didn't know that, but then people found out and like just bought the book and realized that like all the tips help in the game, and so I really like that too, where games will draw inspire from the outside world and truly bring it into one. I'm like, right. oh, this is, you know, here we're going to hint that. It's it. loosely based this. at this. Yeah. yeah. But this no, if you literally buy the book, you can yeah, go you, through the book you, and you have tips help. to the game. Yeah, because like I literally, some dude was just talking like, it, it's a very, very hard game. Like it, it mm. takes place in Kentucky and there's a full weather system and everything. So usually you start in like June or July mm. and then like the, the winter months. So I've never made it to the winter month. The longest I've survived in the game is six days. That's the longest my character survive jesus yeah yeah uh like one of my buddies pcy plays it on all the time who like heavily plays the game the longest he's had a character survive is a month he hasn't jesus. made it to winter and so like i've watched people like stream the game and play the game and like in winter your character if they don't have the certain traits like they will get sick stepping outside in like a minute a minute and a half Jeez. so you like yeah like you got to be in your car you got to have your heater on to keep warm you you can have your clothes can get wet from walking around in snow and so you got to take those clothes off because they weigh more now or like you know your clothes can get ripped and they won't do as much defense just right. a whole bunch to the game and it, i i just like games like I, either story based games where you can choose your own decisions or a sandbox that just says hey man go buck fucking wild do yeah. whatever you want to do. build what you want kill what you want survive right the game that I watched Jack play recently about like option games one I really like is the Stanley Parable one have you ever watched that have you, just, what, you mean the newer yeah the new okay, one that new... just came out the one that had like 44 choices it's the, yeah, the, it's the Stanley Parable Deluxe Edition yeah because okay. they came out with a DLC for it okay and so I do watched, you mean it has like forty four possible endings? Yes, Jesus. yes, yeah. And he's he did a couple, and a couple of them were amazing. And that's why I thought like you meant by like option games. Mm-hmm. We were like, he oh yeah, oh yeah, even Stanley Parable. He just, literally the first time he went through, the the guy was like, go through the left door. Jack went through the right one, and he's like, what? I, I told you to go through the the left one, mm-hmm. and like yeah, it's just he. I, I like the way that the creator made that game because mm-hmm. he made it all like. It's very much like satire-ish it's very much comical yeah. oh yes yes yeah. I think British, that's important British, in a lot of things like that. Uh, even like Portal mm-hmm. if Portal was just a game like a puzzle game it would not be as big as it is the reason it is is because of the satire and the comedy oh, in yeah. it oh yeah yeah I mean well you know the whole fucking you like, know the, like, every the conversation with yep. came from Portal Yep, every conversation with GLaDOS in Portal is, it's a joke. Uh-huh, yep. And it, it gets to be really, really, like, by the end, it's it's hilarious. Yes, yeah, after suffering through those goddamn stupid conversations for so long, and the, the jokes taunted at you, mm-hmm. you finally, at the end, start to crack a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think Portal, Portal is one of those games that shows you that, like, like, obviously, you know, it being a, the hard puzzle game that it was, and even just playing with friends, fucking around, that was great. Mm-hmm. But it shows that it just, you know, if they were just, like, normal characters that had a couple normal voice lines and interactions, the game would not be as big as it is. Right. It would not be as big as it is at all. So I really struggle with my my favorites. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I can go back and be like, oh, yeah, um, I rocked the shit out of Super Ghost and Goblins. 
that was my jam as a kid. I played on NES. It was awesome. I could go into my teen years and say, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts was the greatest. Crash Bandicoot was better. <laughs> I played a lot of Crash. You can compare those two. No, they're not. They're not in the same <laughs> yeah, instance. The, the popularity was probably the same. Well, Crash Bandicoot was one I played a lot of as well. The one I didn't get to play a lot of growing up was Spyro, and that's one I loved. That's one me and my mom played a lot together. Yeah. We like finished it and completed all the side and all the Jesus. Like, like the all the um secret things mm-hmm. that you could do, like the gems that you could get. I'm pretty sure I don't know, it's been a while since I played, but I just like the the older style where they had the like she used to play a lot of Sonic too. Yeah. But like the ones that are like not good graphics but still play well are still Right. Fun. The first like adventure game that I really got into was Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Loved the Ratchet and Clank series and at the same time was Jack and Daxter. I never played Jack. Jack and Daxter had a really, really interesting story. Ratchet and Clank had really cool weapons, and you got to do really cool stuff. Jack and Daxter, on the other hand, had a really in-depth, interesting story about, like, the precursors and those who came before and who left these artifacts and why did they leave them and what do they do. Yeah, so it's all about the story, mainly. Yeah. And, like, Ratchet and Clank's, like, the fighting and you can upgrade your things. Yeah. And finishing the story. And I don't get me wrong, Ratchet and Clank had an okay story. It was comical. The one that I played a lot of, I mean a lot of, was Jack and Daxter. Throughout my whole life I've been playing Jack and Daxter. It's always one that I've just enjoyed. The, the story of it, it, I just think is fantastic. If we fast forward to now, Gut says my favorite game is is a Soulsborne game. I do love them very much. Yes, the Soulsborne games are... In a genre of their own, and just, like, the lore to them is so crazy. The only reason that I know any of the actual lore is from Vadi. Vadi Vidya. Who's that? He's a YouTuber that just does the lore of Soulsborne games. That's the only reason I know any of the lore. Otherwise, I just played them like a hack and slash. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy, some of the lore that goes on there, and I mean... And then even just with Elden Ring, you know, with the newly released game, if people's theories are right about the endings, mm-hmm. then, like, that's just to, you know, have your own adventure of you going through the, the land of Elden Ring and, and killing everything, and then, depending on what ending you pick, made that game come to life, you mm-hmm. know? I think that's really cool. I think it's a cool concept, because, like, you know, there are some people who, like, may have preferred Dark Souls 1, or Dark Souls 2, or mm-hmm. Dark Souls 3, and for them to, like, get the ending that started that game, I think would feel really cool. Have you heard about that? I have not. I so, need okay. to do some research so, on yeah, that. So, yeah, the, so the, I don't remember which endings it is, but right. the, the theories are that three of the endings, even though that technically would be four of the endings connected because of fucking... Bloodborne? Yeah, Bloodborne. Okay. But, like, people don't know exactly if that's connected to an ending or not yet, but it's it's said that the, the one where you burn everything and you burn the tree, that's Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one where you do the moon later or whatever, that's a Dark Souls 2. And then, like, just the normal one where, like, you sit on the throne or whatever and you become the Elden King or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it is, the first king. 
Second King or whatever, that would be Dark Souls 1. Okay. And so, like, depending on what ending you did in Elden Ring, it would be like, oh, it created Dark Souls 1, it created okay. Dark Souls 2, it created Dark Souls 3. I like that concept. Like, that's really how it is. That's an yeah, awesome and, and, concept. And, like, it hasn't been confirmed. It's one of the bigger theories, new theories that's been going around. Mm-hmm. But it, it would totally make sense, too, because, like, you know, if you have, you know, the scorched earth ending, basically, where, where they burn the tree and stuff like that. Right. That would do our Land of Flames. Yeah, Land of Flames, go. Lord of Cinders. Yep, hitting that Dark Souls three. I like that idea, and truthfully, I really personally, I know it's amazing. I know it's a great, great, great game. I know that Elden Ring is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The open world concept fucks with me so bad. Yes, I, I Isn't think that map like super big. It's massive. It's massive. Yes, there's like what's it five parts I think to it. Yeah. <laughs> what? And yeah, yeah. There's like five different chunks, and that's one of the things. But like, you know, Elden Ring did is it bigger good. Than Skyrim. Hmm? Bigger than Skyrim. I would say that I think it would take more time to get from one end to the other than it does taking from one on Skyrim to get from one end to the other. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Even Which even is most likely why they had to introduce torrent. the well torrent and the the fast travel. Oh yeah, 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 and just fast travel in general. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like don't get me wrong, even Dark Souls three had a flash or fast travel. Yeah, you could fast travel to places. Yeah, but. And Elden Ring was a It's literally game. every single thing you do, you yeah, can flash is. travel anywhere. And they put a lot more sites of grace yes, around yes, the world. Yes, yes, many more sites of grace. Compared to any bonfire. Mm-hmm. You know, Elden Ring did really good on their open world. They, they kept it to their nature, to say mm-hmm. it, in their genre. I think Elden Ring, like even for just normal Souls players who have been playing their games from day one and mm-hmm. you know study them and shit, it, it was a big change to kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, here... You, you can go this way, you can go to this area, but, you know, you got to clear them out at some point. Like, these are areas you have to clear mm-hmm. out. Hey, man, here's a map. There's a fucking tree guy that's going to kill you right away that you're nowhere near <laughs> level enough to do. I do love that, So just hope to run away. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, I think that's one of the funniest things. Like, right out the gate, they just did... Because, like, you know, not only does it fucking start with the boss fight that you obviously more than likely will get shit on in and right. die right away. And then, you know, to walk out, have some guy call you maidenless, and then have a tree sentinel just fucking murk your shit three times in a row. Right. Funny, hilarious, absolutely love it. Uh, I have a... Buddy that I watched stream, his name is Scully. Uh, he was playing Elden Ring for the first time. I don't think he's ever, from the way Played it sounded, he's game. never touched a Souls game, Oof. nothing. And That's he just worst, he dude. jumped in on Elden Ring, and the first thing he did, so he he listened to me the whole time. He went through the tutorial, all that. First thing he did was slap the guy that called him Maidenless. <laughs> he died. He has a death counter. Literally. He died eighteen times to that guy alone. To that guy alone. Before he was actually able to get, uh, to be able to run away from him and get out to the next side oh, of the Oh, so didn't even kill him? He ran away? No, yeah, he just ran wow. away. Wow. He ran away. Uh, that was that was the first thing I did, just because, like, when I played Elden Ring, I only, like, play on my buddy system for a couple hours here and there, so I really just, like, be fucking around on it. Right. So, yeah, when I met the guy who called me Maidenless and playing Souls games, I was like, and, and no, like, I had watched some Elden Ring gameplay earlier and knew that you could go and get them back, obviously. Right. So I was just like, Call me Maiden, this motherfucker. <laughs> Slapped him in the face on my sword like three times. His weapon, though. His weapon, though, is, is cool. actually, yeah, it's a really cool one. His weapon is a bouquet of flowers. Really? Yep, a bouquet of, bouquet of roses that does bleed damage. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a really interesting concept. I never would have thought something like that. I mean, like, not just like a flower like, that's a whip. No, it is a, there's paper sure. on it. Bouquet. It yeah. is a bouquet of flowers. It, it, it's really wow. interesting. Everything he does does bleed. Yeah, I had never seen what he did because I don't attack Souls NPCs because uh, I know what happens oh, yeah, when you attack you Souls NPCs. Yeah. 
Like, they are some of the strongest enemies in the game. In the game, yep. <laughs> you guys like Resident Evil? Resident Evil. <laughs> yes, no, I, I love it. So, Resident Evil 2, I really much enjoyed. 1, I didn't care for as much, even the remake. Never played 3. 4 was good. I was going to say, did you play 4? Four? 4 was good. I, uh, I, feel, I feel like even just a lot of people in general have played 4. 4, it was yeah. around that time. Yeah, that, they, four that was just five, one of the games that came three. out and was kind of a big hit on the market. Is that that's one where you can get like the golden eggs and stuff. Four was good. They hit five, it went downhill. Yep. The yeah. minute it turned yeah. into an action game uh-huh. over a horror survival yep. game, walk around. Yeah. Is where where it got fucked up. So five and six aren't good. Six is okay. Five is okay as an action game. They're good, but as a Resident Evil game, no. they're not good. Yeah. And then they hit seven. Seven was phenomenal. They knocked that one out of the park. Eight, I enjoyed. Eight, I liked how much was there. I liked all the the story, the lore. I didn't care for their twist ending of it. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. It was kind of meh. I think I think there's a lot of games like that where like I don't know if it's just like the developers or whatever think they really got that big twist off and that like they really shocked the audience, but like there's sometimes when you get to the end of the game and like that twist comes and it's like you're not mad because of the twist. You're, you're mad. You're just mad because you did all that shit for it to just go one eighty fucko. Like, right. like you, you know, you're you're mad that you played the game for that long for this one bitch to go. Oh yeah, no, actually, uh, it's not happening that way. Right. I, I I think there's a lot of games that you know will like try and end it with a twist and it just doesn't go well or the twist just doesn't actually have an effect at all. Right. And, you know, it's and like oh. that's how that's how RE eight was that the twist yeah. didn't actually have an effect. Yeah. It was neat. Because I always wondered, like, for Ghost, I thought that was a twist on how Ghost ended. Are you talking Call about Call of Duty Ghost? did never fucking touched it. Oh, okay, so... I, like, I, play, I played the, the online. So I played the, the Team Deathmatch a lot. Basically, you shoot the big bad guy, and because yeah. he has your brother behind, and you shoot through your brother and him to hit him, uh-huh. and then the plane gets hit by a missile, because that was the mission, basically, but they were supposed to get out there before that or something, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But a missile got caught, called down and it hit the track. Train flew in the water. They all got pushed in the water. And him and his brother got washed up. And then I think it's you get that taken away or your yes, brother? You get, taken away. you get taken away by the dude that you just shot. Mm-hmm. They got knocked in the water as well. And he drags you off and then you're reaching for him. The only good Call of Duty twist was MW2. Yes, when yeah. homie shoots you, shoots your partner and goes to shoot you. Like, that yeah. was the only good... Th- yeah. I, yeah. I think that was the only good Call of Duty twist. So, yeah, with that one and then I think, like, the airport one, too, where after you get done massacring everybody <laughs> at the airport, fucking Makarov is like, by the way, I know you're American, <laughs> and just bops you on the fucking ground. Fun fact. None of us knew this as children, and we just massacred an entire airport. Mm-hmm. You don't have to shoot a single round in that mission. Yep, you don't have to shoot a single round. Uh-uh. Nope. You, yeah, you don't. They do. They they do. All they the already shooting. do. Yeah, you don't actually have to shoot a single yeah. round. Yeah, like yeah, you don't. You won't fail the mission for not shooting. Like even yeah. though they may say that or whatever, you know. I think one of them says at the point they're like shoot your gun or something like that. Yeah. Like you don't actually have to, and you'll still yeah. the mission will just go on normally. Uh, yeah, you probably get a trophy for that. Yeah. Very possibly, but like uh, it, might be one it just goes things. to show how 
Oh, how fucked up we are, all <laughs> How accepting we were of, uh, like, this that, is just what we're doing today. Yeah, yeah. Shooting a bunch of civilians in the yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah we're doing this When you never actually needed to fire a single round of that mission. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you have a gun in front of people. You tell me what you're going to do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to shoot up a whole airport. Now we're on a list, Evan. <laughs> the only game that I play ranked in, you want to guess what it is? Valorant. Nope. What was that? I don't even think it's Valorant. Nope. What? Yeah. MTG Arena. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only fucking game I care about my ranked in. That's fucking funny. The only fucking only, game. Only, like, obviously because I don't have my console because my console fucking blew up. Um, yeah, I just, I usually just play like Apex on other people's consoles and so I play Apex ranked. I did for a little bit uh, play a lot of Apex ranked. Uh, there was a while where me and Michelle were grinding the shit out of Apex together. We really got into the 3v3s. Mm, the arenas. Yeah, the yeah. arenas. I, I, if I hopped on, I'd still really enjoy the arenas. It was just, I think it was a really good clip to add in. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think them bringing arenas into Apex definitely gave it a new light. Because, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, it, it was either they had to bring something like arenas or they had to bring back solos. Like, they, they mm-hmm. had to bring back something to give the community. Because, like, when they gave us Stormpoint... Oh my god. And we had to steal with Stormpoint for three fucking seasons. Like, as as a ranked player, god, that that was absolutely terrible. It's the Mm -hmm. the worst map in rotation. I honestly wish that just, like, the first season of Apex came around and the first map was Skull Town. Yeah, I I wish they would. I I remember a a revisit to. Yeah, I wish they would make an event where it's like, hey man, old fucking day Mm -hmm. one map, here you go. Because I don't care what you have to say, that day one map was goaded, dude. It was. It it, 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 it had the points of interest. would drop on Skull Town. There would be like 100 players. And that's the thing with Skull Town is like, Skull Town was the perfect point of interest to never get third partied. Because, like, one, there were so many buildings there, but, like, everybody was going to Skulltown, so you could hit the remnants of Skulltown, you no problem, the left, and then the go right, in, dude. bottom, and then mm-hmm. you still be good, and you mm-hmm. run into a team, but you'd only find another team. You wouldn't mm-hmm. find, like you said, that third team, because they'd already be teaming up against someone else. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember day one Apex, there was no ranked system, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. And it, was just, just it was fantastic. It was, it was, so it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, Games are always good popular games that get a bit more popular are always better in the beginning. It's, it's, I, I think Apex it. is just trying to do too much now. I, think I really still so trying to do a lot too of games. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 Every, everything's trying to do too yeah, much yeah, now because they're trying to stay alive. Yeah, yeah. It's just Why do you think PUBG fell to the wayside? They're not they're not trying hard. Yeah, it's because yeah, they they have their fan base, they stick with their fan base. We did talk about Tarkov a little bit. I mean, Fortnite's really trying hard. Well, right, but the Fortnite needs to be new, needs to be fresh, because it's getting kids. It's, it's right. drawing in yeah, kids. Yeah, so it's relying on a very young generation. So they're just like, hey, this is too hard, no building. <laughs> yeah. Well, the community is struggling with an area. popular and competitive, yeah. and now it's not. Yeah. I mean, I think it still is. I think there's still a competitive scene. I mean, and oh, I, still I think that's, competitive scene. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong, you know... Pro space in gaming is amazing. I'm glad that people can really show off that they are really good at video games and mm-hmm. they can earn that money. They can make their living there. But 
pro players also need to fucking like learn 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 where they sit in games like you I don't care you don't get a say in how gunplay goes in a game because you're goaded with every gun you don't get to say oh well this gun's better than this one you get to let the majority of the player base that semi sucks at the game Mm -hmm. but is you know also playing to have fun you get to let them decide how the games go like there's so many games that come out and will listen to the pro players to where everything only benefits you if you're actually good at the game. So like was, if you're a new player or if you're someone who just plays well, for fun, that changes the time. Overwatch completely. Isn't that what happened with? Um, that was literally every single competitive season was a different meta. It was either goat meta mm-hmm. or it was bad. Be- because the pro Hulk players were saying they were like, "Oh, this is broken. Uh, we we need this fix. We need this buff. We need this taken away." Yeah. You and know then when literally the developer. Or whatever his name is, listen to them and Blizzard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that what happened with uh, Valorant as well? When we when yeah. we when we picked it up for a little bit there, mm-hmm. and when we were playing, that's yeah, things that's, were great. That's one of the worst things about Valorant is Valorant. Valorant caters yeah. so hard to the pro scene that they they will make specific game changes for the pros. Yeah, for the pros. They they buffed the Aries when we were playing, mm-hmm. and it just became the game became dog shit, because if somebody had an Aries, you were dead. Even if you were head peeking, yep. like even if you, even if there was a pixel showing with the Aries, you were dead. Yeah, and which made like no fucking every, sense. Everybody hated like Jet or whatever because they they thought she was like too quick and shit, and so then they downed her movement speed, and then now like she's kind of dog shit. You know, like she's still playable yeah. and viable if you're a good player, right? But like have have fun trying to pick her up and play her. You can't do yeah. that now. Exactly. Like and, and you know I understand that Valorant you know tried to portray itself as that step up from CSGO and like we, right. you know they wanted they, they said right away that they wanted to cater more to like the pro side of things right but you can't only cater to that side right like, there are people who are playing your game to just have fun because they think it's a new Counter-Strike because they went on oh, that I've been playing Counter-Strike for 12 fucking years now I've seen Counter-Strike rephased three different times now I mm-hmm. want to play something new that's like my old game. So they hop on Valorant. Doesn't matter when Valorant gets a change every other day that caters to people who are not them. Right. You know, like if, if you're going to make changes to a game, it has to cater to everybody. Right. Like, you know, sure, you're going to make some people mad. Sure, you're going to make some people happy. But it, it's better than only targeting one audience than trying to reach every audience. That's just right. what I mean. Call of Duty, do they ever buff guns and debuff guns? They, they do. And yeah, they, they do, but... Yeah, but they even do now. They do now. Yeah, so. yeah, they do now. Do Call they, of Duty will, but Call of Duty I was, favors more I was towards really the community. On BO2. Yeah. I don't remember a time that they ever. They never did. Yeah, they on never like, had not to. on like Black Ops or to. up until uh, Modern Warfare 2019. Mm-hmm. That's when they started to need, need to tweak guns. When when Warzone hit yeah, the scene, Warzone, yeah, when competitive started to hit the scene. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. then streamers. because yes, yep. and, and, and that and that's another thing too is like well, streamers again. People would rather watch people play than play themselves. Right. Yeah. Two thirds of the time, yeah. Yes. So uh, I really struggle. Are struggling too. So when I was growing up, YouTube and Twitch weren't a thing. Right. Yeah. I hit my my early teens. I remember when I first found PewDiePie. Before that, I was watching, like, Smosh and mm-hmm. Ray Williams Johnson. Right, you know. Um, but then I, I found PewDiePie, and it was when he was playing Amnesia. Mm-hmm. So I, I found him, and that's when I just saw everything start to blow up around it. So, like, PewDiePie was a thing. And then after I hit 18, I was just watching PewDiePie. Then when I hit 18, I found Mark. Mm, yep. And then Jack came around. And then Twitch just got massive all of a sudden. 
and about five years ago was when I first found like Tim the Tatman, mm-hmm. and I was wa- I was watching Tim the Tatman because when I was watching him, he was playing Overwatch. Yep, and he was playing the games that were that were good. Recently, I don't care for it as much because he plays Warzone, Warzone and Fortnite and, and all and, that. And I think that's that's a shitty thing about about the streaming space is like, I think a lot of streamers and their communities just, you know, like there there's some like there are people who are Shroud who are like, yeah, community, I don't give a fuck what you think. Like I'm gonna play whatever game I want. Like, right, sh- right. Like Shroud's that type of person. He's like, I, I, like I feel, but I feel like playing Minecraft today, guys. You're gonna watch me play eight hours of Minecraft. Right, but Shroud's never actually needed to stream because right. he came yeah. from the pro he circuit. From the pro he circuit. came from yep. what Cloud Nine. Yep. Yeah, came from. And Cloud I think Nine. he's now a either a coach or like he's part owner yeah, he's of part Cloud owner Nine. Of, yeah, I believe so. I, I just <laughs> I think. I think with with streamers too, it kind of goes to the same thing with pros. It's like they, a lot of them will yell things about a game and mm-hmm. you know just like be mad about it or whatever. But like, I the streamers have to realize too that they're constantly playing those games, like games like Warzone. Like, yeah, you're you're gonna f- figure out these small little problems when you play a game all the time. That's all non-stop. you play every day. Yeah, you know if that's all you play, yeah, you're gonna get mad and nitpick these little things. But it, they don't need to be nitpicked. You're just nitpicking right. at them because you're finally noticing them for so long. Like there, there's I I feel it. I feel like there's so yeah, many that's just problems. Them in Apex too. Right. I mean, yeah. They're doing I, the I, Apex. Right I now. feel like there's a lot of problems for games that like streamers will find mm-hmm. because they got fucking bored with the game. Yeah. Because they just got so bored and have been playing it for so long that they were like, oh guys, I found this broken thing by the way, or I found this dumb thing by right. the way. Right. Yeah. So my point when I was talking about how like I watched I watched the scene build. Mm-hmm. I also watched the gaming verse build. So since, you know, streaming and pros became a thing and it became more of a thing that was accessible, that's that's where the that's where the sweats come from. Correct. Yes. There's there's these guys that hop on and just like I'm gonna shit on everyone in this lobby because I'm I'm gonna stream it, I wanna become a streamer, or I wanna go pro. And then they go on the streamer's thing, find out their settings, do exactly their settings. And that's what yeah. they do. It, and it's boring. It, it's 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 coded. Mm-hmm. Like, you right. just do the exact thing and you win. And it's just boring. But I also really hate what it turned games into. Yes. It yes. turned the whole, like, gaming universe into this... Listening. Well, fight for the top. Yeah. And it became less about, like, enjoying the game and more about being the best all the time at every game you play. Right, yeah. And, and I, I, I... Losing once in a while, it's like straight up Overwatch. Like, yeah. like sometimes in matches where I have the whole team are like, good job, good try, team, you know, and then other people legit, you, you fucking suck, I'm yeah. gonna find out where you live and kill you. I, I like, think, I think <laughs> something that would change games quite a lot, I think it would just, like, this is just like, I think a funny change. I wish they would bring back forced proximity chat in games. Like, for, for like, in, or, like, just forced voice chat while you're in a game. Like, if you're in a lobby or anything else, yeah, boot you back to the so party. Mm-hmm. You're talking, like, like BO2. Like yeah, yeah, I'm talking, talking like, second you load in into a game lobby. and you can fucking create a class, you're here and everywhere. You're forced to be in that game chat. That would be chat. fun, because mm-hmm. in Overwatch, if you're loading up the screen, everybody can well, talk. My, like, you're gonna my, you're gonna my whole thing about, mm-hmm. like, games now becoming competitive and it, like, being well, a competitive thing I think is there are so many people who will play by themselves and not talk to their fucking teammates because they're like, it doesn't matter. I'm streaming. I'm goaded. I don't need right. to care about my teammates. You know, right. like, when it comes to Apex, you know, streamers will go on and then they'll just solo jump by themselves. Mm-hmm. Great. You may be good, but you just left two people who thought they were fighting with a third teammate 
to another, fight teams to, of three everywhere. Yeah, to fight teams of three by two people while you're doing fuck all for your buddies. Woohoo, you know, you're making right. your money, you're streaming, great. That's why I feel like, like they should get rid of text speech. Yes, yes. I, force people I, into I think forced voice chat would voice would change chat. things. Like, it, you know, not, not like it would be a major change, but I think, because, like, if you're forcing game chat, then you could really go, okay, well, here we go. We're saving all audio files from all game voice chat because mm-hmm. it's all forced. Mm-hmm. And then you can really review game chat and go, oh, one, what are people talking about? What do they want in the game? Like, if you want an inside scoop on the game, here we go. Here are the audio files of people talking about yeah. your game if you while text, fucking you playing it. text outside of that application mm-hmm. to right. their account anyways. For like yes. S- no, it's a thing. Yeah, or even, uh, but, and, like, with Force Game Chat, even people, like, people who are bad people, people who are bad-mannered, who are shit-talking their own teammates even though their teammates are trying to help them, well, you have those audio files now. Instead mm-hmm. of me, you know, like, a lot of the times when something happens, it's either, like, Oh, you give a report to the company and that's it. You have to hope to hear back. Or you have to hope that you have a clip of the interaction so then you can send it to the company. Whereas if you have the fucking audio file that is forced in-game, like I'm forced to talk in chat, you have the audio file of me, it was forced, there you go. You, you, you can tell that I'm a bad-mannered player. Right. And you can tell that, hey, this account needs to be banned. Or even, you know, second they load up on a screen, be like, hey, you, you've changed the way you play. You've been warned, that type of thing. I think I think it would help uh, just a lot of like the community force game chat. While it could be bad right away because you know people are gonna talk shit. That's how you're gonna get those twelve year olds and shit. I think in the end it would be a better thing because like I feel like that would make communities tighter knit too. Like you you know I'm back in the Black Ops two days when like you could have all the communities too. There was like the Call of Duty community tab and you could join the clans and shit like that. Like. People in forced game chat loved that. You know, you, you were forced in that game chat. You were constantly talking with your friends. Bro. You go play Call of Duty now, bro. There's like two people in a lobby talking, and you can tell that everybody else is in a party because it's like it'll show who's all in like a four yeah. person party or yeah. whatever. So you can tell they're just sitting in party chat, and it's right. like. And I will say, I will say that I'm not myself even trying to get call outs, you know? Right. I'll say that I'm not even good at that because my first instinct when I do see a mic on it now, mute that bitch. Yeah, right, and and that's the thing. That's what a lot of people go to now is they go to oh, while well, you're talking mute, I don't, I don't fucking care about you. you know, oh, you're a squeaker, you're a twelve year old. Okay, right. You you don't speak English. Okay, <laughs> you know, there, there's so many things. Like yeah, I mean, I I'm guilty of it too. You know, yeah. I I'll hear like I'll load into a game, and if I hear a fan or music in the background, I'm muting you. I'm not listening. <sighs> right. I'm, like even if it's just a subtle, I'm not listening to that. I can't do it. So, and and you know that's why you know you keep the mute feature and all that, but. I think right. I think forced party chat would just change a lot. Or forced game I don't chat. I don't disagree. I, th- I think it would co- it, it removes some of the anonymity. It removes some of the assholishness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate streamer mode shit. That shit yeah. pisses me off because you're a streamer and you get to go set your mode so nobody knows who you are. So you mean you don't look bad when you get shit in a fucking game because you're trying yep. to look good. That, that's all it is. You don't want to look bad in front of your audience. Well, I'm sorry. Sometimes people are just bad at games. Sometimes it happens. But right. And I mean, I understand it for people like, you know, Tim the Tatman, mm-hmm. Shroud. These guys, they don't need to be bothered every game they play. They don't yeah. want to be stream sniped. But it's like when anybody can use streamer mode, bro. Like, <laughs> you just, come on now. Right. It should be more of a privilege, less of an immediate feature. Yes. Yeah, it's like, the, the, I, I, like you must I need truly... to sign up your Twitch account with it. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. Certain, it comes to a certain amount of... Um, you know, followers, followers that right. kind of and, stuff. And that's my whole thing. Like, 
Twitch has had that set that still has that shit set up with the pen. You know, you need a certain amount of followers to do this. You have uh-huh. to have a certain amount of followers to do that. Why why can't you do that with the streamer mode either? Yeah. You're you're telling me like I'm it may sound rude, call me out, I'm gonna fuck. You're telling me a dude that has ten viewers should be going in streaming mode? Right. Who 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 the fuck knows their name? Right. Who who the fuck is trying to stream snipe them? Right. Ten people? What are the what are the odds one of the ten people actually gets in a match with you? Very, very like low. when when you're when these big people are being stream sniped, it's because they got twenty, thirty thousand fucking people watching them. They mm-hmm. have ten thousand people alone trying to queue into their game. Mm-hmm. Obviously someone's gonna reach through. Right. You don't deserve streamer mode if you've got ten people watching you. It, right. It, it, it shouldn't work like that. You no. Know? No, I agree. But we've talked so much about shooters. We've talked so much about just kind of general action games. I want to move into something a little bit more simpler, and I want to talk about RPGs. RPGs have been my they've been my life. I remember being eight years old the first time I ever played Final Fantasy IX, and that game blew me away. I loved the concept, and through my Minecraft. life, what Minecraft. Minecraft is not an RPG, it's an action-adventure. It's an action-adventure. Yeah, it's an action-adventure sandbox. But if, you, have... if, you, if you want to compare something to an RPG <laughs> that I know you've played, Pokemon. Yes, yeah. Pokemon is Pokemon an RPG, is an RPG. Because you have to build a team. It just gives a lot more free roam. Yeah. But no, they, our, our RPG, we're thinking like... I'm trying to think of a game, game that I've played. That. Have you played any Final Fantasy? See, that's the thing. Well, I mean, I hey, watch you played Final Borderlands, Final. right? Yeah. There you go. That's Borderlands, an RPG. Borderlands is close close it, enough to an RPG. Close enough to an RPG. How is that RPG? Because so R- the RPG fact of Borderlands is that you're leveling and building a character. Yep. You're. Yeah. It's a, it's a shmup. It's it's a shoot 'em up. It's a hack and slash. Like, that's their main basis. But the building of the character is close to the RPG style. Um, I think I loaned you Persona Five. Mm-hmm. That's an RPG. Yeah. That, that is a JRPG yeah. to its core. Mm-hmm. Turn-based That's combat. All, all of those games like, like that. I only watched like, my uncle play Final Fantasy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's all I really did. But yeah, yeah, the Persona Like I said, it was only the shooter. Mm-hmm. But Bad Company 2. Played a lot of Final Fantasy growing up. I remember when Final Fantasy X came out. I loved the art style of it. I loved the concept of it. Played 14, or not 14, 13 when it came out. Wait, so... Skipped over 12. Neverwinter would be an RPG, wouldn't it? Neverwinter is an MMORPG. Yeah. Okay, so I was going to say, I was gonna say that was going to go into more MMO, so WoW yeah. would be MMO. WoW is an MMO. Right. Final Fantasy fourteen yep. is an MMO. So anything that's kind of like, that, that is like the basis <clears throat> of WoW mm-hmm. is an MMO. WoW was like one of the, I would say it should be considered the one of the godfathers oh, of yeah. MMORPGs. Yes, yeah, yeah. If you want to go to the... That's a godfather. If you want to go to the grandfather yeah, of MMORPGs, you're talking like RuneScape. Yeah, you're talking like RuneScape. Like, really? Well, no, Darksiders People still come out play that. Yeah, no. People oh, still oh, yeah. stream RuneScape. Yeah, yeah no, like, re- RuneScape had a whole, like, yeah, they, they had a whole, like, texture and UI update and everything. So it, had a re- it had a re- resurgence because what yeah. happened was, so RuneScape was a thing for so long, and then they, you know, all games have a thing for so long that they become updated to pretty much a completely different game. Old school RuneScape came out. Everybody flocked back. Yep. And the old school RuneScape came out the same time as Vanilla WoW made came uh, when, when they dropped Vanilla WoW. Yep. And Vanilla WoW, people freaked over because it, there's been so many updates and so many DLCs since Vanilla WoW that WoW now compared to Vanilla WoW, two different games. Yeah, two, two, yeah. two, 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 two completely yeah, different yeah, games. Yes. 
when, so, yeah, when you when you have a community, a game like that that runs for a decade plus with constantly ever changing DLC. Yeah, and it's the same with like Neverwinter and all those yep. games. You know, like if if you take you just look at them at their base form, their vanilla game when they came out versus a decade later, like not even to their newest update, so just a decade kind later. Of Destiny, right? I would say DLCs. kinda, but like Destiny's very like straightforward. So like yeah. when you start a new game on De- on Destiny. You start in what is base game. I don't know. That shit just got me confused. <laughs> so that's why I was. Well, no, it's like Destiny, in you know, like, like in like in Neverwinter. Even though like you're kind of told to go to one place, you can really go wherever. Yeah. You have all those options open. I forgot where the fuck I was going with this. No idea. Yep, um, no idea. So I know you 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 played a little bit of WoW. Um, like. Maybe. Ten the, seconds. Yeah. That, that, that's the problem when we're trying to talk about it. I was like running around waiting for them, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Well, yeah. Did you ever play Elder Scrolls Online? No. no, he never touched DSO either. He hasn't played a lot of MMORPGs. No matter how much I've tried to get him, I tried to get him to play DCU. Really? DC Universe Online. DC, yeah. Oh my god. Wait, I played, I played you played Kombat? like, no, DC Universe Online. Yeah. I tried to get you to play it. The one where you make your own superhero and you can fly around and you do missions. Mm-hmm. I tried to get you and Tyler both to play it, and neither of oh, you were interested. You got confused because there was too much going on. Yeah, that one's dumb. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, dude, I made a fucking Flash character. I just zoomed around the city, yeah. fucking zooming. Even Tyler would agree with me. That shit. No, nope. played a fuck ton of DCU. Um, I played a fuck. I played a decent amount of WoW. <laughs> I think my highest level character was a sixty or seventy Ew. in current WoW, not in Vanilla WoW, because Vanilla WoW you can only go up to 40, I believe. Whenever Tristan tried to get us to play a game for RPG for me and Tyler, we Every time I tried to get them to play MMOs with me, they the had only no fucking interest. Tyler ever played one was one Chris, and you wanted to play one? And that, but that was like never was Winter. Trove one? Oh, fuck, Trove. Trove, Trove. yeah. That was like... Roblox, that, that, that yeah, is like the like Roblox of MMORPGs. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent, the Roblox. We played the fuck out of that for a little bit, though. Yeah, I remember Tyler was ham on that shit. This last Roblox. year, when when New World dropped, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time on that, and I, I thought it was gonna be you know a resurgence of MMORPGs. I thought it was gonna be a different concept, and it just fucking wasn't. I I I feel like that. I feel like you know. The, the old MMOs that, you know, that, that did start it and are still producing content today, you know, like, obviously they had that loyal fan base. They're just going to be better than what everyone else tries to, you and know, the, the other happens. MMOs that try to come out today. New World had a really interesting concept. New mm-hmm. World was more action-y than a normal MMO. Yeah. Like, you had two different weapons. You only had two skills per weapon. Conceptually, it was interesting. The war system was kind of interesting. It was less about clan base, more about faction. The faction you choose for the wars. It was interesting, but it, there's not enough there to keep you. I played it for a while, and then when Chris started to have issues with his stuff, it's, it was really badly rubber banding for a while. Uh-huh. He just dropped it completely, and then never touched it again because he's been playing Final Fantasy XIV <laughs> with one of our other buddies. So back back to yeah. the uh, RPGs. I, I think uh, the RPG series that I loved is Dragon Souls. I okay. I played the fuck out of Dragon Souls. I mean, even just the. I mean, even though I haven't come out with one recently, the bastards. I mean, my fucking Dragon Souls. Uh, I went probably like a, a month or two ago. I went back and replayed Inquisition. Oh my fucking god! I love that game. Absolutely love it. You mean Dragon Age? 
Sorry, yeah, Dragon Age. Okay. okay. Sorry, Dragon you had me all fine. fucked up. I was like, I've never yeah. heard of Dragon Souls. Yeah, yeah, Dragon Age. I was thinking So, in my mind, there are, there are two types of RPGs. I think that's the general conception, the right. concept. There's Western RPGs. So we're talking like Skyrim, Dragon Age, yeah. Witcher. Played Skyrim for a little bit. Yep, that, that's, that is yeah. a Western yeah. RPG. It's good. It's got good story. It's fun. I have always, all of my life, loved JRPGs. Oh, yeah, ja- yeah. Japanese RPGs, I think, are just better story-wise. So, like, your Final Fantasies. I wanted to play the Seven Deadly Sins one. That was Sadly, that, that's not an RPG. How is it not? No, it was an it's action game. turn-based. Was it turn-based? I thought yeah. it was an action game. No, it was like you set up, and then I thought... Well, there was, there was one that was an action, that the newest one, oh. but then there was one before that was like... Meliodas, and then, like, like Bond, and then, like, a okay. King, and then you choose who hit who. Yeah, so that that is, like, a JRPG of yeah. Seven Deadly. Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. most turn-based RPGs are usually, especially the popular ones, are usually JRPGs. Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Japanese. So, we're talking Shin Megami Tensei, Persona, Final Fantasy... What's another really good turn-based JRPG? Pornhub.com. <laughs> Not helpful. Um, That's American as fuck. <laughs> I mean, you, oh, you, you could Japanese. even kind of like sneaky <laughs> grandfather in Pokemon into a turn-based JRPG. You, you, you could, you could, you could. You, you could just say like in a simple, based down, broken down text of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah you, you could call it a JRPG. Yeah, and then like. When they come over, things get Americanized and things get That's, weird. That is the worst. It's for me. It's been Persona in the last like two years. I've really enjoyed the Persona series. I've been really wanting to get into Shin Megami Tensei with the release of SMT Five. Uh, it looked really, really good. So there, Shin Megami Tensei and Persona are like they're kind of like brother and sister. Okay. They okay. share kind of concepts. I have yeah. no idea what this you're talking about. <laughs> I borrowed you Persona Five. Play Persona Five. I know Persona, and I've heard of the. I've seen like clips here and there. Oh yeah, the, the Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. It has a completely different story, but a lot of the enemies are very similar. Like the art style is kind of similar. I think it's just really interesting. The, the story of Persona Five is. I think it's really interesting. The one thing that I also really like about Persona Five, it has a romantic interest part of it. Yes. I thought that was an awesome addition. Yes. So like when you play Persona Five, you have to level up the outside characters. Mm-hmm. And the outside characters help you level up your monsters, oh. like your, your powers. Yeah. Okay. By leveling up the other characters, by doing like social events with them. There, there, there's girls in the whole story. And the fir- my first playthrough, I went with On. Mm. My second playthrough, I went with Makoto. Makoto. Um, and they have really, like, the date stuff is really interesting. The stuff you do to help them, like the social yeah. events. It's all really interesting, I think... The way they used it plays a really good part to it. But, like, the fighting is really interesting. I really like the dungeons concept. I liked how, like, the dungeons seemed like just an open world thing that you did. But then in the end, it was like, that's where you need to go. Like, right, that's yeah. the most important. And I thought it was really interesting. I actually almost... I'm two trophies away from platinuming. Really? Persona 5. Nice, nice. And one of them is beating the Reaper. Oh. Which I'm scared of. Because <laughs> I, I haven't even tried it. I haven't even seen the Reaper. So, Reapers have scary. When you're in the dungeons, <laughs> uh, when you're in the, but it's like kind of like the, it's kind of it's a leveled area, 
it's like the main palace of the game in the end. Okay. But if you stand in one place for, I think, three minutes, an enemy comes out called the Reaper because you stood in one place for too long. It doesn't count if you pause the game, but if you leave it unpaused and you're standing in there, the enemy will come along and it's called the Reaper. Really? And it's one of the most powerful enemies in the game. Just because you went AFK. Yep, yep. And that, that's kind of the point of the punishment of it, it. Yeah, it's to punish people who are just sitting around. Yeah, yeah. because you want to stay active when you're going through the the underground stuff. Yes. Yep. Dope, honestly, though. I mm-hmm. kind of like the concept. I, it's a really interesting concept. And yeah, Persona 5 really, they, they did a lot. They introduced some things mm-hmm. that did really good, and then they, they updated on other things really yeah. Yeah. nicely, too. I even play, I played Persona 4. I have Persona 4 on my PC. Do you? Yeah. I like it. They also have fighting games based off of Persona 4 and Persona yeah, 5. Yep, yep. Whole new conversation. Oh, yeah. Fighting is. games. <laughs> I went through a big like fighting game Did you? time. I bought... I remember. I whipped yeah. his ass on Sub-Zero and made his PS4 freeze. Every, every time scene. he would use Sub-Zero's... so funny. Um, <laughs> what's it called? You build it up. Oh. I know it was his like it was like his X-ray move. Yes, yeah, yeah. X-ray. every time yeah, no, he would it use that. it, it, it would shut my PlayStation off. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not even just fucking, fucking <laughs> offline, online. Ah. It would my PlayStation would just say nope. It would be only so like I could play him every other character, but once I played Sub Zero and did the X-ray, there's just not too much. To yeah, that's it was so weird. Hilarious. It's like it actually froze. But I they, I even have a fight stick. Oh, do you? But that's how in-depth I went down my, my fighting games. I really I, I, I joined a tournament for Street Fighter, mm. got my ass bodied. Oh, yeah, dude, street, street, they take Street Fighter fucking seriously. Like, yeah, because you realize these guys that are, do, like, trying to do, like, the like they the pro like, circuit. They got eight fingers, you're wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude, they, yeah. they have, like, eight <laughs> fingers, they know fucking frame-perfect movement, uh-huh. like... It is they, nuts. They're, they're the dudes pulling off that championship move with their one health blocking every fucking yeah. hit and then they coming back. They got that shit like one frame per second block and then yep. they can yeah. hit you in that other frame. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah, like, yeah pop, pop. They, like there's you know there's fighting games where people be sweating and crazy like MNK or mm-hmm. like Tekken and stuff, mm-hmm. but Street Fighter, man, Street Fighter is just filled with sweat. Whole sweats. yeah, whole another oh, oh, oh. whole another mm-hmm. fucking arena. One game that I really enjoyed that I played a lot of was Skullgirls. The art style of it was just awesome. What was that it's one? a little lewd. I remember when we were using the fight stick and everything, mm-hmm. but it was an anime one where, like, it was like Dragon Ball where you had three characters that you could switch out, but it was anime. Skullgirls. Is that? Yeah, because you can, you can fight one character... Or you can have a team of yeah, two or that, three. Yeah, uh, that is the game that I yeah, remember playing. No, it was that. Skullgirls. I really enjoyed that I one. I liked that game, actually. It was yeah. actually pretty, because I liked the Dragon Ball one, where you, like, you, you actually switch out your characters. Mm-hmm, yeah. and I think the last, yeah, the last, like, I guess, technical fighting game you call it would be fucking Shinobi Striker. Yeah. I wouldn't even call that a fighting game. I, yeah, I wouldn't even call it a fighting game, no. That's like... Oh, no, not that one. That's the fucking other one. The, uh, not Shinobi Striker. Oh, do you mean... It's Naruto... Yeah, Naruto, fucking whatever, I forget. But, Give me a second. Yeah. Shinobi Strikers was good, though. Yeah, Shinobi Striker was a good I game. I fucked with that. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of the other, because, yeah, there's that one, and then the, this, because that's, like, the team one where you're just whatever, you got a group of actual online people, and then the Ultimate other one, Ninja Storm. Ult, yes, Ultimate Ninja Storm. That's the one. I watched someone play that. Because that, that one's, like, it sounds like it's Skullgirls, where you can, mm-hmm. you can change between your characters, and they mm-hmm. all have their jutsus and shit like but, that that you can use after their meters fill. So Skullgirls was a 2D. 
Oh, yeah. was it? Got so you. like, like Street Fighter, like. Mm-hmm. But when you get into like Ultimate Ninja Storm, that's a 3D fighter. Yeah. And like even the fighting scene has an issue with, with 3D, 3D fighters. fighting. Yeah, they they a lot of them don't like they prefer 2D fighting. Yeah. Three, 3D can just be a lot. The, the, the mm-hmm. fact of being able to move side to side yeah, is something completely different than your frames. Then, okay? Exactly. That's what yeah, it is. The, 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 that's, but I've yeah, seen people in 3D fighters. I've seen people do crazy shit. Oh, like mega combos. Yeah. Like killing you in one combo. Exactly. Another controversial to the fighting scene is, is Smash Bros. Yes, yeah, Smash Bros. I, I think if you play it no items and you, you, you play it like just brawn v brawn, I like that more. Yeah. Uh, but technically the, it is fighting because you is, get items in every other... It is, but... But the fighting but, scene does not like the Smash scene. Yes, yeah. But there's, there's major so if you, if you go to like street fighting, you still have like... So when oh, you go to like people's a f- abilities, right? But so if you, in the fighting scene, if you go to like a fighting game convention, they'll have things like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Oh, they even Mortal do Kombat. the 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 DC one. Oh yeah, because that the DC fucking, versus uh, unit or DC versus something. Well, it's no, just it's, the DC one. You you fight as the DC. It's like pretty much like a reskinned MK. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, but in DC, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I watched um, a bunch of that. And then they'll have, they have, like, Guilty Injustice. Gear. Yeah, it's Injustice. Injustice, yeah, yeah. Yep. They have, like, Guilty Gear and, like, all all the pretty big Guilty Fighters. Though, like, Scorpion has his ability to I know. use of his items. Right. Not. But it's, it's, it's different in the fighting scene of, the, like... The problem is, is the fighting scene views Smash as a party game. Yes. Okay, now I can respect that one. Like, they, they still have, like... Smash at those cons, but yeah. like it's not they're big. either on their kind of own day, or they're off in their own little corner. Okay, yeah, it's not respected by the fighting game scene. Yeah, I can. Which don't get me wrong, I struggle with that there because are, there are guys out there that can do crazy yeah, I was things. Just saying, there is yeah. tournaments for Super Smash. There is. I never said there isn't. Okay, I was just yeah. saying. No, and and uh, another another one of the big things is again, it's the fact that. Ver- like you have the the items and the abilities that the characters do versus in a normal fighter like it's a meter like when you use those abilities it's because you're beating the fuck out of the other person because right. you're like, doing damage and to there's them. a sacrifice to yeah, it yeah right. yeah there's a sacrifice to it I versus in a in a thing like smash is just oh cool item drop bam we hit right. you with it kind or of like thing. just or like, their skills know, I, is like upbeat yeah, up, yeah, yeah yeah you know I'm hitting buttons and doing it versus I you know you. I had to slap you and hit you and it it hit you on the ground four times to finally do my fatality move and shit and get you out there's one thing I want to talk about hmm. games speed running speed running I think with where we're at, is we put put a pin right there. Put a pin on speedrunning. And then the next time we meet, I wanted to talk about Mario. All right, runs. all right. I think that's I think that's a good place. I think that's a good place. That's perfect because I was gonna bring up RTS. So that's two topics we have to talk about. Okay, so we did we'll, not we'll talk about speedrunning. We'll talk about some RTS. I have some stuff that we can talk about. I think we're gonna call it here for tonight. I think that was good. And then we'll we'll record again next next Wednesday. Sounds good. Alright, yeah. peace out. See with the vibe. With the vibe.